this week on the Happy Half Hour. I am very excited to see these all-black uniforms, especially with it being a night game. I know the people internally worked really hard to to get this through and and to make it happen. I think it makes a difference in how excited the players are, how hyped up. You know, you look good, you feel good. Touchdown, Carolina! It's time for the Happy Half Hour with your friends, Kristen Balboni, Augusta Stone, and Darren Gant. That's right. It's that time of the week. It's the Happy Half Hour podcast with your friends, Darren, Augusta, and Kristen. And we are taping this episode on a Wednesday morning because it is Thursday night football week, which means everything gets truncated into a few days. Darren's already, of course, this is a podcast, so you can't see, but Darren's already laughing. Yeah. I'm glad you said it was Wednesday morning because I've kind of lost track of time anymore. We The only reason I know it's Wednesday morning is because it's the day before a game. That's yeah. the only and it's Thursday night football. So that's yeah. the only way I can place it. They even threw us in the cafeteria yesterday. Jackie wrote Waffle Wednesday on the board at breakfast. Oh, no. And I was like, wait, what? Huh? What? No. You know, it wasn't Wednesday yesterday. It's Wednesday today. But yeah, football coaches, it's it, football weeks are b- built on routine. So, you know, on Monday you watch film from the previous game, Tuesday's players day off, Wednesday's the big practice mm-hmm. day, and Thursday's the next big practice day. Friday you're just polishing stuff up, walking through and then you're out the door. Well, on a short week, Monday was both a Monday and a Tuesday mm-hmm. and a little bit of Wednesday, mm-hmm. and Tuesday was Wednesday and Thursday combined. And so I guess that makes today Friday? Today is Friday, technically, according Except to the football it's schedule. it's Wednesday. So God <laughs> only knows. I mean, listen, I have pants on. I have. I am Can at confirm. work. <laughs> confirmed. So we've got that going for us, and that's about as best you can hope for during a short week. Ben McAdoo laughed. He was talking about something unrelated the other day, and, and he said it's about putting 10 pounds of you-know-what in a five-pound bag. And that's what a short week in the NFL is like, everybody. <laughs> you do six days' worth of work in three and make the best of it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we landed on Sunday night. We all are lucky enough to fly on the team plane when we travel. We landed on Sunday night, um, and the players had to report to the stadium for treatment. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's yeah. part of this truncated week, which is everything is so condensed. They've got to turn uh, their bodies around. Uh, they got to turn the page mentally right. after the game in Cincinnati and be ready to play um, in 24-plus hours right. from the time of this recording. Augusta, how's it been for you? This is your first Thursday night football turnaround. Yeah, it's been fun, chaotic. It feels definitely kind of rushed. I think the weirdest part was how late the practice was on Monday and then mm-hmm. given the time change, which I know we're all also, that's another element of everything. It gets dark at like 5 o'clock now. Wait, so. what? The time change? <laughs> It gets dark at 5 o'clock, so uh, we're out here, and the sun's going down at practice, and these shadows are super long, and it's golden hour, and got some amazing photos uh, our photographer Kenny did, and Darren tweeted about them, but they were just gorgeous because it was golden hour practice. But, I mean, you know, you go from last week where it's middle of the day practice that we're used to, go out, and it's like the sun is going down, and it's Monday, and why are we out here? And everything's kind of twisted, but... Um, so add the time change on top of that. Everything's kind of weird. It feels like we've entered a new a new dimension right now. And I'll be interested to get your take on the actual day of game as well, because it is a very, I'm certainly, again, for us, it is so much less than for the players, right? But, it, right. but even from our perspectives, writers, reporters, waiting until an 830, is 830, 830 kickoff, it's a it's a different thing. You know it's game day. 
Um, and we had it a little bit in the preseason. We saw it a couple times. But there's this, you got the whole day, but you know you don't have the whole day because you got to be the stadium at this time. There's a game that's coming. But that's its own kind of thing, too, because it's, uh, it's late. It's just the whole week is just totally different. Makes you a little antsy, but in the good way, you know, where it's like I look up and it's 2 o'clock and I'm like, oh, I have something very important in six hours and I'm just going to not think about it too much. Don't get it in your head too much. I wonder how – I need to ask that to the, some of the players. Like, how do you go like the whole day routine? Because I think, like, when you have a 1 p.m. or a 4 p.m., you don't have a ton of time to get it in your head. But an 8 p.m., if I was in their shoes – my goodness, I'd be like, whoo. Well, the Seven. good news is you're young, so you can probably still sleep. Oh, I'll be excellent. All day, I'll you know. Get it. It's like when I talk to my daughter who's in college, she'll wake up at the crack of 11. And <laughs> um, I can't do that anymore. I'm Mm-mm. up all night anyway. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's a day, it's an event. And I've often. You know, the worst thing is a night game on the road because then you wake up in a hotel and it's like, what do I do in this place all day? That was us and last year just, in Houston. Yeah, yeah. you just you're stuck and you're I was like, like, well, okay. can we go to the stadium like seven hours early? You yeah. know, why not? <laughs> Let's go for a walk or something. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's it, it is bizarre, but players do, and and I've heard Jake talk about this before. He's like. He would get antsy on game days, and it's like, what do I do with myself? There's only so much film you can watch. You know, you end up just killing time. So. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, or, but before we know it, it'll be Thursday night football. It's the rematch of, of Falcons, Panthers, all black uniforms, black helmets. I, I do want to talk about all of that, but uh, we got to go back to the, the Sunday game, put a little bow on it. Um, do we? Before we? I think so. <laughs> I think so. What I would like to know is um, – what did you both learn from that game? What are your big takeaways from that game? Um, even if it's just about how everyone's putting it behind them. Like, what what are yeah. your big impressions coming out of this week? From that standpoint, the short week is good news because it, it's not an extra couple of days talking about how bad that was. That's and what Austin Corbett told me. He it, was like, that's a great thing yeah. about having a Thursday night football game. You know, get to turn the page that in, much quicker. In a 16-17 game season, there is going to be one every year where any team just looks like a flat tire. To, and to be fair, the, no- the Bengals had that game the game before yep. the Panthers yep. against the Browns. Although the Panthers appear to be some kind of gooch that whoever plays them, whoever they play, loses the next week. I saw they are, they are oh, Teams that play the Panthers one week are 0 and 8 the next week. So it's got to count for something, yeah, the right? Bengals, the Bengals were screwed. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, there's one of those every year, and I didn't necessarily expect it to be last week, especially with the way they played the previous two weeks and beating the Bucks, the way the fourth quarter in overtime went uh, down in Atlanta the other week. You you thought they were playing hard, they were fighting, but there's just an emotional pitch of those two weeks. It's hard to sustain over a long period of time. And you knew eventually the wheels would fall off and and the guys just wouldn't play well. But I didn't expect it to happen the way it did that quickly and all at once. That that was one of the damnedest first halves of football I've ever seen in my life. They're down 35 to nothing. They didn't move the ball at all. What, nine yards passing in the first half. P.J. threw a couple of picks. He was bad P.J. again. Um, They just – the only first down they achieved was by a Bengals penalty. So it was that kind of day, and everything went wrong. So, you know, Baker goes in the second half, and I, I kind of laughed in the postgame because, to his credit, I mean, there's 
you know, anytime there's a quarterback change, people are going to want to talk about that. And people, somebody asked Baker something about, well, you had a really good second half. And he kind of laughed like, come on, this wasn't real. It, it wasn't real defense I was playing yeah, against. Bengals so it's, pulled their starters. It was very great inflation, the fact that he did anything at all. You know, they were just trying to get out of there. So, to his credit, he wasn't putting too much on that uh, three-touchdown drive second half he was able to author there so it was a mess and it's over and again those guys are glad to be able to talk about anything else because that was awful that's true Augusta what have you heard in talking to the players so basically right now it it is uh, like you said what Corbett said just kind of moving forward I was going to point out two I know I talked about glows and grows last week I was going to talk about two glows from a very a game full of opportunities to grow but uh Terrace Marshall and Raheem Mm -hmm. Blackshear both had their first career touchdowns and I talked with both of them I talked with Terrace after the game for Terrace it was I, I got to write a preview right before it but you know he was uh, he was seeing some of his college uh, teammates. He saw Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And, and uh, so, so getting to do that, it's like that's going to be memorable for him. So if you look at it from an individual standpoint, that's cool. And then Raheem Blackshear, just one of the most just grateful players to just be like, here on this roster. I love talking with him. We saw him yesterday in the hallway, and he was like, that was Jonathan Taylor, like over there. It was so cute. So, uh, you know, all these things. So, um, but, yeah, I think uh, – that 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 they're moving forward like even talking with Raheem this week you know what was it like in your first touchdown he was like I mean we lost I really don't want to you know talk too much about it like he was very honest about it um just moving forward uh, also moving forward with PJ kind of keeping some consistency with the short week um that I you know Steve Wilkes explained that decision it's a short week and Sam's activated but you know we'll have time to actually practice because that's what's interesting is that they're not actually going through like padded practices right now it's just a bunch of walkthroughs a bunch of walkthroughs um which makes sense so it's it's it, it feels like truncated almost like in a way where it's like okay moving forward not making a ton of adjustments that kind of thing yeah I mean that is the nature of a, a short week in Thursday night football is that you have uh, got to go with what's already there for the most part because yeah. there is, as you said, I guess there's no time to um, get too crazy and make too many different adjustments. So, uh, Darren, I'm, okay, I know this isn't a question that you can't answer, but I always like to ask you these questions. Ah. If you're a fan, you're coming out to this game, uh, what do you expect? Like, what should you expect? Is it the team that faced Atlanta? Uh 11 days ago, or you is mean, it the other team? Other than rain. <laughs> right. So, no, other than I mean, a tropical storm. Yeah, other than that. Um, but those games often get weird, and weird isn't always bad in the NFL. I mean, sometimes some things happen, and, and you can never account for the conditions in advance. But um, I, I truly think, I mean, they, they have been so competitive the two previous weeks, and Steve Wilkes does appear to have this bunch's attention. Uh, and, and I think with what happened earlier this week, they come on from Cincinnati and change out two coaches, let a couple of guys go. I, I think if anyone's focus wasn't on Steve and, and what he's trying to get across, it probably should be after that. So I would be surprised if they played the way they did in the first half against Cincinnati. I really would. Uh, and in the absence of Christian McCaffrey, in the absence of all the stuff that was normal the first part of the year – you know, go back to what they did the two weeks prior, which was a whole lot of Deontay Foreman. You mm-hmm. know, Chuba Hubbard uh, has practiced this week's a little better. So cause, so I think they could have a little more of a run game uh, established this week. And especially if it's going to be raining, I think that's going to be a priority is, is getting that part of it established 
you know, we know they've made improvements on the offensive line. They've shown signs against the Bucs and the Falcons that they can run the ball. And when those two things happen, then P.J. can occasionally make some plays downfield. But that's the first thing that needs to happen, and it never happened uh, up in Cincinnati the other day. So I, I think they should bounce back. I think they're getting closer to it. Um, you know, they're, they're going to have to stop some people on defense. They're going to have to keep Marcus Mariota in the pocket and keep him from rambling around for 30-yard scrambles uh, like he did in overtime. And, and you know, it feels like 100 years ago, but it was, what, 10 days ago when Brian Burns missed that tackle and could have forced them to punt, could have forced, you know, whatever would have happened next in that game. So um, I, I think they're in decent shape considering, I mean, as good a shape as a 2-7 and seven team that's already fired a head coach and a couple of assistants <laughs> and traded its best offensive player is going to be. It's a – well said. Well said. Goodness. Yes. Great caveats right there. Put it like that. Uh, another thing that that I know internally we're all excited about and, um, you know, the results of last week notwithstanding, I think the fans are excited about is it is the Black Helmet game in all caps. Black Helmet, something that the fans have wanted to see for years now. Um, I know there are former players that are jealous that they don't get to wear the all black uniform and the black helmets and and that's a big deal. You know, it's Thursday Night Football. Amazon has 85 trucks here, you know, production <laughs> trucks. Um, this is a, a big game. Um, I have a question for, for you two. Darren, you've seen a lot of Panthers games, a lot of uniforms. Are you a uniform guy? We know we know Will. We know uh, yeah. Panthers stats guy is um, the uniform uh, aficionado of the Panthers. He's always got the, the uni combos when they come out. Are Is that something that interests you at all, Darren? Only vaguely, you know, I'd see, and that's one of the interesting things about this, talking to some of the guys around the locker room, it's not as huge a deal for some of the younger guys because anybody that's played in college the last couple of years. Yeah, now you've got 8,000 uniform (laughs) combinations. They're used to alternate helmets. They're used to, J.J. Jansen's played nearly 200 games here, and they've all been in a silver helmet. Yeah. So, I mean, he's kind of looking around like, oh, this is different. You know, and he admitted, I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm not a huge uniform guy. I'm kind of, as you might have guessed, a little bit of a traditionalist about this. I kind of like silver britches, black jerseys. I think I love that's britches. kind I love of the. They used to call them britches. Yeah, I yeah. think that's kind of when I think of what a Panthers uniform looks like. Yeah. That's kind of what's in my mind. And. Over the years, I know a lot of people really like those alternate blue jerseys. And the I was, color rush? Yeah. and I, I w- love the color rush. The the blue on blue yeah. for the Thanksgiving game the yeah. other year, I just looked at it, and I kind of – it's like a shock to your eyeballs. <laughs> um, and, and that might be a little much, but the white britches blue jersey is kind of growing on me. Okay. I mean, when guys wear white shoes with that, they look fast. So it's kind of a neat look, but I'm not a huge jersey guy. So the black on black on black is uh, maybe lost on me, but I also understand I'm not the target demographic. I'm also not a big uniform person. You know, people say, well, what what combo are they going to wear? And this, I'm like, I, I don't know whatever combo they come out with, you know, right. is that's going to be on the field. But I did love the Thanksgiving color rush jerseys. Those really stand out to me. And I am very excited to see these all black uniforms, especially with it being a night game. You know, I, I know the people internally worked really hard to, to get this um, through and, and to make it happen. And Augusta, you know, coming from college, I do think it I I think it makes a difference in 
how excited the players are, how hyped up, you know, you look good, you feel good, you know, kind of a thing. I do think that it gives them a little extra bounce for this game. Exactly, exactly. Well, it's funny because I, I went to Georgia as, it was so funny, um, on Saturday when we were traveling, I was wearing my Georgia shirt because Georgia played Tennessee and it was awesome. Shaq how'd Thompson. That, how'd that game go? It went excellent. <laughs> it went excellent. Shaq Thompson gets off the elevator and he goes, Augusta, we get it, you went to Georgia, which I think is just the funniest thing ever because, ah. yep, yep, he was like, just stop, but I can't. But anyway, it's funny that we were talking about black helmets, black jerseys, because that was something during my time at Georgia. Anytime they brought out the black jerseys, it was like the whole world stopped and everyone was so excited. And and I, I will say, uh, at least in Georgia's case, it was one of those things where the black jerseys, we were always kind of pensive about it because we were like, uh-oh, those games were always very close for no reason. But, you know, um, it, I, I think they look really cool. I love seeing the helmets up close. They're like matte black, really cool looking. Yeah. Um, I am with Darren and you, Kristen. I'm not like a huge uniform person. My favorite thing about uniforms is tweeting about them and getting the reactions in my mentions when people get so upset about the sock color. <laughs> and, you know, they'll be like, I can't believe the socks are white and the shoes are. And I'm just like, I don't get this, but I admire this passion yeah. for something so funny. You're putting it out there for engagement. I oh, like that. You're I like, this is going to get tons of replies. I love it. And I don't know what they're talking Like, I'll take a photo of Eddie Panero and I'll be like, all right here they're in a white jersey again and someone will be like why is his sock that way I just yeah. I love it I love it so I love watching how people get about it and I want to be a part of that maybe someday maybe I'll analyze my photos of the jerseys and figure out my my deep opinion I do like the font that they put on the back of the jerseys here looks very block and cool mm-hmm. I'll say that <laughs> I agree with that I agree with that All right. Well, we are going to report back from the other side after this Thursday night football game. We know that we'll have a lot to talk about next week, uh, no matter what. And in the meantime, everybody, enjoy Thursday night football. Enjoy the mini bye week for all the fans on the back end of it. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.